Good morning. It's the 25th of March 2021. Welcome to the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakonyero. We have updates on the speakership race. Kamuli woman member of parliament Rebecca Kadaga has today unveiled her campaign team as she seeks a third term as the speaker of parliament. The campaign team will be headed by the senior South member of parliament Alex Biarugaba, deputized by Okoro County member of parliament Gabriel Okumu. Kadaga also says that they will have four vice chairpersons for the different regions who will include Sarah Pendi for Eastern Region, Cecilio Gual for Northern Region, Bright Amori for Western Region, and Robert Migade Ndugwa for the Central Region. Kadaga warned MPs against being carried away by juicy promises from her opponents in the speakership race. On our members with this team, we expect to do a lot and to have certainly victory. Now, uh, members will be talking to you about the message which we should take to the voters. Kadaga also accused her deputy Jacob Olanya for absconding duty. She says it is the reason she has not been allowing him to chair parliament. In 2019, we were hosting the East African Parliamentary Games. He does not participate in those things. So we were the one hosting here. I told him, me, I'm concentrating on the games. Go and chair parliament. He dodged it. The same week, we were battling on sugar, the sugar bill. President had called a meeting in Usoga, discussed that bill. So I said, you know, the sugar issue is so bad for my area. I, I can't stay in the Kampala. Chair the house. He refused. After that, he wrote me and said, he's not well, he's going away. He went the whole of December. After Christmas, I received a letter that he's going away again. I said, ah, you man, you've been away for a fortnight. Where are you going? He took off. I let him go. She also told the newly elected members of parliament to ignore threats from people who claim they are campaigning against her from State House. There have been uh, attempts by some staff in State House and some members of NRM to create an impression that the president is calling members. But I know the president of Uganda has not called any member. What they are doing is to use the switch at State House to ring members and tell them that this call is from State House. But when you ask what is State House, is it the building talking or is it the occupant? So anyone who thinks State House should ask for the occupant of State House to call himself because he has a voice. He has got a mouth. He can talk. So all these are lies. They should stop intimidating members and stop misusing facilities of the president. Meanwhile, the general court marshal in Machindi has remanded three people for stealing border borders using weapons. The suspects are Ashraf Mobidu, a quarryman and resident of Chikaya Bulenga in Wakiso district, Isaac Maza, also known as Makidad of Lunguja, Chigaga Zone, and George William Sekate, a resident of Salama Road. Now, these men were arraigned before the army court and charged with aggravated robbery. It is alleged that on July 28, 2020, while armed with a gun, the trio raided Nkwanzi parking yard in Bulenga, Wakariga B, and robbed three motor vehicles from Emmanuel Navasa. Prosecution further alleges that during or immediately after the said robbery, the accused were in possession of a gun said to be a monopoly of the defense forces. They denied the charges, as read by the court chairperson, Lieutenant General Andrew Guti. Also on the national scene, the Minister for Finance, Planning and Economic Development, Matia Kasaija, has predicted tough times for the country if there is no immediate interventions to address youth unemployment. He says youth unemployment is a serious challenge. We should make everyone uncomfortable because it affects the whole economy. 
Kasaija made the appeal at the official opening of the first private sector development and development plan implementation program semi-annual review meeting as a precondition for the implementation of the NDP3 project. I'm imploring you, please focus on what you are doing, how it is contributing to creation of jobs for our youth. Those youth people, they are educated, they are strong, physically, even mentally. Now, to keep those youth idle, they will become a problem to us. I can assure you that. And some of us are not ready for that. Everything you officers, be it ministers, be it whatever steps you are doing, ask yourself, how am I protecting the jobs that are already there and how am I promoting creating of new jobs? Let's see what's happening in Parliament. As Uganda's parliament celebrates 100 years, Uganda People's Congress has challenged the next parliament to desist from passing laws that favor individuals but instead address matters of national importance. The party spokesperson Sharot Arach Uyat said the 11th parliament should improve the quality of debates presented and develop the spirit of patriotism for economic growth. The 11th parliament to one, address national issues in terms of the needs of the common man. Improvement in the quality of debates presented. Let us not just win elections and then sit for five years and expect to be re-elected. Let us make our presence felt. You debate, go out there and research, come to parliament and debate on matters that are going to affect the next generation. She called upon responsible authorities to minimize on the numbers of MPs in parliament in order to save the taxpayers' money. We have an update on COVID-19 vaccinations. The police has started the exercise of vaccinating its officers in Kampala metropolitan area against the disease. The function was officiated by the police director of health services, Dr. Moses Biaruhanga, and backed by the chief of joint staff, Jack Bakasumba, at Naguru Police Headquarters. The Director of Operations Edward Ochom, the Police Political Commissar Asan Kasinje, the Director of CT Abasi Biakagaba, and others were among the people who received the job. Others were Kampala Metropolitan Commandant Moses Kafero, his Deputy Dennis Namuoza, Regional Police Commanders and District Police Commanders, Bodyguards and Drivers of Directors. Dr. Biaruhanga says the exercise in Kampala metropolitan area will take four to six weeks. We started the activity two days ago and by yesterday we had vaccinated 308 personnel. We've been greatly affected by rain in these past two days here in Kampala, but we hope that as the weather stabilizes, the numbers will be able to, to increase. Generally, the message is uh, the police force we are taking on the drive because that's the only way to go. So we thank Minister of Health for coming up to consider Uganda Police Force as one of the most at-risk groups and therefore as a priority in the first phase, together with other security forces. So we are going to do Kampala Metropolitan first because Kampala Metropolitan is where we have the largest number of personnel, about 13 15,000. Dr. Biaruhanga added that six operatives in the Uganda Police Force have so far succumbed to COVID-19, while 167 contracted the virus. He urged the operatives to get the vaccine. So when we finish that, then we shall embark on the upcountry area to cover the border districts and then to cover the districts on the highways. The Mbale, Zigaga, Kamtulugazi, 
Masaka, Mbarara, the highways mainly because of these trucks that crisscross from, from Kenya to Tanzania to DRS. Specifically, police were given 20,000 doses to begin with. That is very good. These vaccines, first priority goes to the foot soldier. 50 years and above of age, people with comorbidities, uh, the other diseases like hypertension, diabetes. So we are mainly giving the foot soldier as we wait for more guidance from government. In Katakui district, the Grade 1 Magistrates Court has issued a warrant of arrest against the incumbent LC5 chairperson Walter Elakas for dodging court in the last three years. The district speaker, Francis Okwameri, who stood as surety for Elakas, is also wanted. Presiding over the case, Paul Owino, the Katakui Grade 1 Magistrate, say that neither Elakas nor Okwameri appeared for the hearing of the case on the 23rd of March. Owino says Elakas appeared in the court's compound but didn't communicate to court adding that his departure was deliberate. According to the magistrate, the surety should have appeared to attend or communicate to court as to why the accused Elakas had not come. He says the conduct of the accused Elakas and his surety, Okwameri, is tantamount to abuse of due process. Joseph Akol, the district chairperson of the land board, appeared in court. They will appear in court on the 13th of April after their arrest. This is a matter of the marriage hearing has never commenced. It's about three years. I choose it has not appeared in court. Neither did his surety. We inform court of Achuzi's failure to attend court proceedings when an accused who is answering a bond fails to appear and attend proceedings. His surety should attend and communicate to court the reasons why Achuzi did not Having appeared and left without communicating to court for any court official, Achuzi's departure was deliberate in content. He should have directed his surety to appear and communicate to court why he could not attend court, but he did not. I agree with the prosecution that such conduct of accused and his should amounts to abuse of the due process. In reason, one of the issues against Elkas Walter Alliance of the one and his surety of Amel Francis Franco for 13 April 2021. Elakas is accused of beating up a voter, Charles Robert Opus, a Bella Village, Getom Sub-County at Akelo Restaurant in Katakui Town Council on the 10th of February 2018 over a land dispute. Owino says the case has taken about three years and Elakas has not appeared in court since the case started on the 15th of January 2019. Opus's witness, Yoweri Abokat, also the Katakui District Party Chairperson for Uganda People's Congress, says it's unfortunate for a leader of such caliber to fight with a voter at a restaurant. 23rd date of March is when we are scheduled to come and appear in court and give a testimony concerning the case between Charles Opus and Honorable Lakas Okiring, the chairman LC5. We came here early in the morning, but there was a delay a bit. The judge was not around, but we stayed when he came. He pleaded, but the meeting was adjourned for afternoon. Actually, it happened that the file was called, the accused was called, and the complainant, that is Opus. But when they appeared, chairman LC5 was not present, the accused. I had... 
something word from Mr. Corolli, against the post, that you young man, you cannot grab away the land from the church. And also I had a post saying, chairman, Ilakas, don't uh, accept Mr. Akol to mislead you. Just saying that is when I had chairman reacting, that you mentioning my name, and straight away he jumped off from his chair and ran straight to attack post. Mr. Akol also followed suit. I rushed to separate the chairman when they were in action. Also, the manager for National Water and Sewerage Corporation, Barara Branch, Emmanuel Ekanya, has called for combined efforts towards fighting water theft in the region. Ekanya says cases of water theft in Barara are high and have hindered development in the area. Ekanya also reveals that they are working hard to increase the number of liters of water produced per day from 16 million to 20 million liters. This, he says, will help them meet the people's demands. In West Nile, the business community in Arua is in shock after the sudden death of Paul Alioni, a property mogul popularly known as popularly known as Igwe. Alioni passed on at Arua Regional Referral Hospital this morning after a short illness. The chairperson of the Arua business community, Moses Obeta, says Igwe passed on at a time when he was most needed because of his tremendous contribution to the growth of different businesses in the city. My dear people of West Nile, the people of Arua, particularly the business fraternity and the family of late Paul Alioni, commonly known as Igwe or Afro Triangle. We lost him this morning. He has been a great businessman. He has done business in Arua here for several years. One of the persons who have invested in this town heavily, that has brought Arua to where it is. We, we mourn with the family and we are so sorry for his death. Arrangements for battle will be communicated with time and we pray God rest his soul in eternal peace and gives peace for the family. Nola Bulero, a politician in Arua, described the deceased as a champion of forgiveness, unity and love. It is like he knew that he was going to die because the last time he called people in a meeting, what he was emphasizing to people is that eh, people should love each other. That meeting was particular for the Aivus because there was been a big problem in Aivu and eh, he was trying to give the, the advice to the Aivu people that people should love themselves. There is no need even to people to hate themselves. Since now Arua is a city, he was trying to give a good had advised it to people and now he has left us we are really sad about it alioni will be laid to rest but there are clear indications that the funeral service will be conducted at his home in indriba in the suburbs of arua city in eastern uganda soroti city has launched the digitalized system of revenue collection in an attempt to fight corruption according to moses otimong the acting city clerk the system aims at promoting honesty between the taxpayers and town agents. He laments that the city has been facing challenges in collecting revenue from taxpayers as some agents sometimes collect revenue without issuing receipts. The only local revenue collection had a lot of challenges, not only in Soroti, but across the country. Because first of all, it is manual in nature, it inconveniences, it is not transparent, and it is difficult for you to trace all the revenue sources and be able to account. Like you have been shown simple experiment from Mr. Emodu, whom they say is a champion, clearly indicates that when this system is embraced by all the stakeholders in this city, when RCC, you will see a city with a good revenue. You will see a city where we are able to give service. You will see a city where the leaders are satisfied because we shall have money to address the concerns of our people. Now, what does it mean, ladies and gentlemen? One, 
This system requires integrity. This system requires commitment. This system requires preparedness to have a mindset change. Robert Andiama, the resident city commissioner of Soroti, calls on the taxpayers to embrace the program. Always there's a challenge in coping up with a new system, automated revenue collection system. It might have its own effects in our methods of life. But what is important, it is now the way to go. We all need to put our hel- ourselves to the direction. I am happy other officers have already mentioned, if there were some oversights previous, we didn't know this would come. But since it has come, we all move that way and make sure that we ease our life. One other important thing I want to emphasize here is that uh, one time I was doing some paper in psychology and I picked that... Uh, God cannot give you the type of people you want to be with, but God will give you the type of people he wants to shape your behavior. Because all of us are from different backgrounds, we have different characters, but let us try to build a system that survives beyond. Because some people started the journey that we found. Now this system has come to us, let us be part of it for other people also to inherit some more new things. Meanwhile, Paul Ome, the acting city mayor of Soroti, has called for teamwork from both the technical staff and other stakeholders. So I told them, that is what I told them, that I think now the system has come and these calls are upon discipline and honesty. Discipline and what? Honesty. And I cut across, I said, even you, the town clerk, even the division, because now the system recognizes two people. You have seen now approval. There is initiator. It will now be a model. Alone who knows how much money has picked from Central World. He now he knows how many has registered. Then now it comes to Aloysius. Then it comes to assistant what? How you call Assistant what? Ah, counter. Then now the town clerk approves on the other side. So it will now remain, let the system not remain as a way of abusing the rights of others. That they have done the donkey work, they have done registration because now the system is, some of them must do registration, some of them must go and assess, and then they see there are people who go to work and force. So I think all of us should now be able to do work like our soldiers must be. Because if the commander tells you, hello, hello, Panza, cease fire, you will know that there is a problem. In Nebi, Nearly 200 households in Panyamur have left their homes and taken shelter with relatives after some white substance started coming from the ground, sending tremors through the area. Rwanga village is among the villages in Panyamur town council that are within the radius of the geothermal site from where the white substance is spewing from. In 2019, the Ministry of Energy and Mineral Development contracted Royal Technical Industries to carry out drilling services to drill 16 temperature gradient wells at Kibiro and Panyamur. While at Kibiro, the operation was carried out in the same year, which resulted in an oil spill destroying property in the area. The ones at Panyamur are yet to be conducted three years after the contract was awarded. Hundreds of villagers have since abandoned their homes due to the menacing threat of volcanic eruption. Shaban Ofoi, the Panyamur Town Council chairperson, said the locals have fled because they are unsure of the effect of the spewing white substance and the tremors it was causing in the area. Jennifer Oweha, the Pakwach District Natural Resources Officer, says there is fear of volcanic eruption in the area following the emissions of the white substance from the ground. She says this has been worsened by the fact that the area is within the radius of the geothermal site at Omopi. She notes that the district has sent a sample to the Ministry of Energy for tests and analysis, although they are yet to receive the results. With that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lekwonyel. Good morning. <laughs>